We have Netflix and Hulu and HBO Go. The volume's turned up and the lights are down low. I stream, you stream. Hello and welcome to I Stream, You Stream, the Binge Watchers podcast with John Wilson Bennett and Olivia Osel. She's Olivia Osel. And he's a man. Welcome to the final special episode of the Lord of the Rings Review Review. Review. What's the third one called? The Return of the King. That was a trivia question. I just wanted to know if you knew. I see that it's on the screen in front of us. We we are five (laughs) minutes post-review, and now you're getting the review. Wow. Thank you for... (laughs) For those of you who don't know, we're a podcast. <laughs> I'm really sorry for everyone's prob- ears that I just cackled. That's, that's into. probably how you found this. Luke, I'm really Luke sorry. It was on your podcast feed. <laughs> if this is a mistake, goodbye. <laughs> it was nice knowing you until now. But if no, you're sticking we watch with things. us, we watch things so that you don't have to, or so that you'd will, or so that you will. But you, if you want to, you know, trust the good judgment of two millennial lovebirds who are also actors and filmmakers, this would also be the time to leave. <laughs> 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 it's not going to get any better. So we consumed nine and a half hours of Lord of the Rings over the past seventy-two. Is that what it is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. You know, it really sucked sucked me in there. Yeah. So, I have thoughts. Okay, first of all, let's just cut to the chase here. Please. Loved every single ending of this movie. <laughs> Should we go through them? What was your no, favorite no, thing no, about no, one? No, 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 no. I don't want to go through them. That's Kay. extremely I think boring. Number 5, my favorite part. Okay. Well, what I will say here is that Every once in a while, you see a body of work, and you see, and you see that it is this beautiful creation, and you think, "Wow, um, there's one part here that really stood out to me as having the best possible track," and that obviously in this film, and this film series, and this trilogy. Maybe Rosie in film the hist- Hobbit. <laughs> Maybe in film history. <laughs> Rosie the Hobbit got to be the sex symbol of Hobbit land, the Shire. And she got name billing. However, she had zero dialogue. In nine and a half hours. In nine and a half hours. She was the main love interest she was the (laughs) the second to last person on screen in the entire franchise (laughs) nine and a half hours she was on screen 20 minutes after you saw legolas gimli (laughs) and aragorn and she gets all of zero lines and i just have to say bold move cotton good for her good for her agent i hope they got a good residual package got a good residual package because this shit's streaming on everywhere right now this shit is hot in the streets. It is. Congratulations, Rosie. Rosie, the Hobbit. Wherever you are in Hats New Zealand. Hats off to you. Probably in New Zealand. I want to be you someday. 
Oh, speaking okay. of central casting, I got to put in a good word with them because if they're going to put me in anything when they redo this entire series, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be cast as one of the elves. That is actually the that is a hot. really good question. Do you think anybody will ever try to remake The Lord of the Rings? I mean... I don't know if a studio would take it on again. I hope not. Well, I, I hope mean, not. I hope not because they already did there's Hobbit. There's no point. And first like of Hobbit all. made money, but like art wise, yeah. Allow me to b- speak French here. It was shit. The Hobbit. Yeah, the trilogy. Oh, I didn't think so. Huh. I guess we have to review 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 that. I'm excited for you to do that. <laughs> No, just to me, this I rem- I remember these movies fondly. I've mm-hmm. seen them all multiple times, mm-hmm. multiple multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I've seen one of the Hobbits once. Okay, well, obviously you didn't wa- didn't watch them enough times is really the problem. No, I I saw all <laughs> I needed to see. Um. Yeah, I hope nobody makes this. They aren't. You know, Amazon is making a Lord of the Rings show. But my understanding is it's kind of much more in line with like a Game of Thrones type of show. Okay. Where so it's, it's like The Witcher. Yeah, it's a fantasy epic, but it's not necessarily like The Lord of the Rings. It's I think they're making it more for the adult crowd. Yeah. You know, it'll be more of the. I mean, I support that. You know, I'm. It, there I was mean, a who, breakdown. Who knows? It yeah, could be absolute shit, or it could be like just inspired by a great thing and be its own great universe. Well, the beautiful thing, so it's 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 kind of nice because it's not like a Star Wars, which seems to be able to get out of its own way. As far as like, there's a thirty year stretch of of time, like within Star Wars canon, that they can't seem to like make a movie outside of these thirty years, right? You introduce Anakin, and then it's like through the New Republic. Sure. Just right. Just say yes. Okay, you're speaking nerd to me right now, Great. and it's just like. Who do you think listens to a podcast about TV? Hot Luke. girls, real hot girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> One nerd to rule them all. That's you. Right. And okay, so the so deal with <laughs> Lord of the Rings is there's mythology, you know, J.R. Tolkien wrote all this extra stuff. And so I think my, my understanding about this this other show is that it is more of like the ancient history of Middle Earth rather than anything that is even remotely having to do with Sauron, Gandalf, mm-hmm. the Hobbits. Like it is a different show. Okay, well, I love that. Right. I'm right. super into that. Right. Also, I I I think I was moved several times in this movie, not by like the extra emotional um, Hobbit love um, between man friends. The male on male Hobbit love. Yeah, which yeah. you know is a beautiful thing, but I was more moved by the courage of man in the face of absolute destruction man sure. including dwarf and elf and woman and woman right yeah Although best line i am no man rips off the right. helmet right sword through the face crumpled like a soda can yeah she's badass but you feel for her at the end because you know unrequited love unrequited love Although and her and her daddy well her uncle oh that's her uncle yeah 
Oh. But actually, what was <laughs> I thought what would have been cool, and they didn't really have the time to explore this, but what would have been cool to me was um, he basically says when they're leaving for battle, I've made the necessary arrangements, and you will take over in my stead. Yeah. And I thought they should have found, because there's nine fucking endings, they should have found a way to, like, show that she did take over as as the queen of Rohan. Like, they could have had something where literally she had, like, a little crown on or something super simple. I mean, that's fair enough because they 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 had 75 endings anyways. Right. And that's, yeah. I think, okay, so, like... If you've made it this or, far. Or, like, this is the opportunity for them to do a whole spinoff, Queen of Rohan, right. the movie, Thank You, I Will Be Playing That Part. Right. You were born to play I that was, part. I'm a shield maiden, is what they call me. Or is that a sword maiden? It's a shield maiden. That's me. Yeah. Honestly. Well, I, yeah. I've been really working on my biceps. Right. And I was born... I was born to play you Queen of born, Rohan. You were born to play a maiden. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the point is the third movie. Well, no, I have no, cause like I have some thoughts about like the actual, like rewatching the movie now. Okay. My, f- my very first thought is I, I remember being moved when I saw it in theaters, like the big speech with, you know, um, Theoden or whatever, you know, before the charge of the horses. I remembered being moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was less moved this time. I think because I like, I, that was something that like I experienced so deeply, like the first time I'd seen it. Yeah. But the ending, I definitely felt like hot eyes for the last 45 minutes. You know, like basically once he This time around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once he was like, I can't carry the ring, I can carry you. So spoilers, if you if you haven't re- reviewed before the review here we're just going to talk about the ending because we've just watched nine if and a half hours if you haven't seen it by now like, yeah this I is not have, our fault <laughs> yeah i want to have an honest talk about like everything in the movie now yeah um okay so my big my big concern or my big thing is just there are so many there are so many things that are frustrating in this movie as far as like the battle tactics and who the who am I, you know? But like rewatching them now, it's like there's always that moment where you're like, "Why didn't you just keep shooting arrows and not charge with your guys to like certain death?" Mm-hmm. Or I, 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 you know, the same one in this. Like, why are you riding in with all your horses into the thing of arrows into certain death? And like, that's kind of the the funny like. Well, it's it's not fantasy that way, you know. Like, there's that like there's the moment where I want to like take myself out of it instead of just going for the ride where I'm always like well that was dumb or like when they charge all the elephants on their horses and it's just like what but I mean uh, well I wouldn't exactly I wouldn't know because I've never um, been trained in military tactics but my extensive (laughs) background (laughs) but uh, I get my sense of that kind of thing because I've seen that now like in tons of movies too um, is just that everyone knows that it's a numbers game and you just have to charge the fuck out of it. Right, 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 right. So, right. you know, that's just like that's just like another testament to the bravery <laughs> of, of of all the people, of right? All the people, or the madness, whichever you want to call it. But 
Yeah, or like letting the army of the dead go before they were like sure that they were done. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Battles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if they would have had the army of the dead there at the end, they could have just stormed straight through right. uh, well, Mordor. And, but that's why, because it's, I mean, it shows the honor of Aragorn and frankly it sets them up for the next part of the movie to be interesting because if they just had like this unbelievable advantage it wouldn't be interesting like you have to be you have to fear for their lives so that you can be relieved you know well for sure for sure um and that i think is kind of the whole like the review of it all like i don't know it's a little bit it's a great movie but it's like and we we talked about this you know during the first one it's like do you actually are you actually going for that emotional journey because you know the ending there was so much about this final movie that i had forgotten sure um so i don't know i felt i felt pretty emotionally in it yeah the whole time i mean i uh, the thing is (laughs) is like Sometimes, like, I would be hoping for something to happen, and then it would happen. I'd be like, did I actually know somewhere in my subconscious that that is what happens? Right. Like, at the very end, when the, uh, I was going to say seagulls. <laughs> when the seagulls <laughs> come the seagulls. to Frodo and Sam. <laughs> seagulls, Gandalf. <laughs> the eagles. Mark, mark, mark. Oh, my God. Can you imagine them I just a just seagulls showed up. Chucking clams and shit. Um, no, the actual eagles, the enormous eagles. I mean, obviously, fantastical e- eagles. Not any normal eagles because they were fighting with dragons. Right. That are not real. But, no. but if they were real, they would be far bigger than an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> like Just bird, saying, because I'm a scientist. I don't know where I'm going. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> you don't even know. I just, I think. So this, out of the movies, yeah. For you, yeah. Now that we've rewatched them, at this point in your life today, what's your favorite? The first one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, hands down. See, that's interesting because to me growing up, the third one was my favorite. And now... Weird. I know. Now, oh, you know, and then there was that one, like when I, you know, my goth phase, it was two towers. <laughs> right. No, I no, think... No, um, I think that... Why? The, why the first one? Uh, because it's the most... It's the most interesting because it is so focused on world building and character building Um, where, first of all, like, you know, everything's new. So you're like discovering this whole world for the first time. But even after having seen them all and then seeing it again, the uh, like. I don't know. It's just it's just a better. It's just a I don't know. It's just a more exciting story than the other ones. Yeah, well, so like the th- the last one 
feels like an ending, but for three hours. It's a long ass drawn out ending where I'm thinking, oh my God, like how could they possibly draw out Frodo and Sam's scenes any freaking longer? Right. And they already that's they already moved Shelob the spider from mm. the second book to the third just to give them a little bit extra stuff. Wow. Yeah. All, all I could think of when I see she Shelob Shelob, yeah. is um Harry Potter. Hmm. Cuz of the the spider. Yeah. In the woods. Yeah. What's her name? No idea. Right. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you though about about the first movie being the most compelling of the three as far as story like world yeah. building and character development and and the character journey of I think you get to see kind of Frodo go from like happy go lucky boy to like having to take on this like really monumental task yeah. and then by the end of it realizing that not only does he have to do it but like he has to do it alone. I mean, honestly, though, the second one, I think, comes, like, pretty close. Hmm. I think the third one is the worst. Interesting. Because um, the third one, I mean, the third one is the one that won all the Oscars. But just Well, be- yeah, but it's like by the time it came out, everyone had to, like... Kiss. Kiss the ring. ass and yeah. suck... The ring. The ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I mean, that is it is interesting because I think at the time a lot of people thought the first one should have won all the awards, but it people, really people don't give like awards to, you know, fantasy stuff, you know, because it's not just a drama, it's not just a right. whatever the fuck. It's pretty and, dramatic. Well, no, I, uh, obviously. <laughs> no, well, I and looking back, I mean, looking back, I think that's the thing. It's, you know, yeah. the Oscars were almost like a makeup you know, the best picture and all that. I also feel like it's more exciting because you get to see so many different terrains in the first, in the first one. Right. Like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. seeing the Shire, but then you're seeing every single other land. Like right. even when they're, even when they're running away from the orcs and stuff and mm-hmm. like they're on the river, like that's really cool and, and beautiful and interesting. Um, whereas I feel like the third one is just like a bunch of just like, desolate land where i'm just like oh my god i want i wish i had some chapstick for you (laughs) sam wise well and i yeah and that and i think the third one started to slip into modern superhero movie aesthetic which was these huge vistas full of just indistinguishable enemies Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing about the first one is the the fight scenes in the first one feel they're so much more in your face because it's like you're trapped in a tomb or you're trapped on a hillside and like you're you are outnumbered and like yeah with Helm's Deep they're trapped and then yeah Minas Tirith is Helm's Deep on a much larger scale mm. um, but I thought like in the first movie like the big bad is the cave troll, you know, in the, in the tomb scene in, in, in Moria. Mm-hmm. And then in the third movie, it's like, Oh, you remember the one cave troll? Well now everybody, you know, now <laughs> there's a cave troll in every scene, you know, now there's like, there's a whole bunch of cave trolls and they're going to storm through the gate. And then the last scene, Aragorn by himself is going to get into a sword fight with a cave troll. And it's like in the first movie, it took everybody in the fellowship to take down one cave troll. 
And I just think like yeah. that's kind of the the everybody's like mystical powers are like exponentially grown, but all the bit all the bad guys are exponentially more. There's more of them. Well, also the weirdest part about all of it is that like you sort of I don't know like Sau- Sauron <laughs> is that how you say it? I freaking know. Sauron? Sauron? Yeah, Sauron? 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 Sauron is just this big magical eyeball on a tower. Well, so yeah. it's kind of, I don't know. I think that it, it's a weird enemy, you know? Yeah, I mean, it starts like, to get pretty. You're like, who's really in charge here? Like, I think that the third one lacks um, interestingness because at least for, uh, you know, for the first one, it felt like the ring wraiths were, like, really present. And then, mm-hmm. the, and the, and um, what's that other wizard guy? Saruman. Yeah. Why do they all have to have the same fucking name? Saruman, Sauron, Swashmananana. Whatever the case, that wizard dude <laughs> is the freaking, I freaking hate that. That wizard dude is like a very specific enemy. So you can sort of like build this, you know, relationship emotionally with that character and be like, yeah, we have to take that bad guy down. Right. But then when he's gone, you're just kind of like, okay, now there's just this like evil eye in the sky. Like, it just is way less compelling. I don't know. Well, I mean, so, yeah. The the eye in the sky, the eye of Sauron isn't actually the bad guy. Like, Okay, then what is? The tower, like, the spirit in the tower and his ability to, through essentially, like, a spiritual connection with another th- being to sway them and take them over and like that's what they're showing at the very end when the tower collapses and everybody and like the the cave troll just like is like fuck what am i doing and just walks away it's because that he's lost the the like psychological grip that he had on him and the eye is the physical manifestation of his need to find the ring and the ring is the last physical embodiment of his of his being right and if he could get the ring back, he could then f- regain a physical form and then take over the world. See, that is just so complicated. They do kind of explain. They explain I it. I get that they like explain it. I'm just saying that you lose track. You start to lose track, and I'm like, okay, so who's like the captain? Like, who is in charge of the orcs? Are the orcs being controlled also by this eye? energy and like or are they just yes i mean are they just naturally bad like yes (laughs) okay i love the 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 really like deformed orc you know with Uh all like the growths and stuff yeah that he um he like right before the Rohirrim charge, he's like getting everybody in order, and like he's been the bad guy through the movie, and then you never see him again <laughs> after they charge. Yeah, well, he also you see fear on his face for the first time, and I'm like, wow, right? Good, good Did actor I? through the prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, I yeah, and I I guess to me, there's there are moments from this movie that I remember 
seeing this movie on the big screen mm. was fucking dope. Like seeing the six thousand horses. The yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing the six thousand horses charge across like a hundred foot screen or however big. Like I saw this in IMAX and it was like, oh my god, you know, mm-hmm. like seeing that happen or seeing, you know the when they're shooting the catapults at each other and like seeing those giant fucking boulders you know like there are those elements that i think in a movie theater yeah it was awesome yeah but i'm with you 110 percent. like as a film as as a as a story the first one far and away is is the best of the trilogy as a as an experience as a film experience as as just a you know spectacle i think that on a small screen the first one works because like the the horse chasing that i came back to that they actually shot on you know on real horses on real horses versus this which is four real horses or maybe 20 real horses and then it's all cgi mm-hmm. and i think that's the it's not that even CGI is that much better now than what it was. I mean, people are still going back to these guys to do their CGI because yeah. they set the bar. Um, it's just that there is, I don't think you can ever truly trick the human eye. Especially with like looking at people. I think they're getting really good at like stationary things. Like they can build the sets out, you know, they can, mm-hmm. they can make... Like uh, Wolf of Wall Street was infamous for basically shooting on like two locations, but then they just kept doing like CGI bits. Yeah. To like make it different stuff. Yeah. But like looking at CGI things, and it's why like the DC movies are really not compelling to watch because just watching a bunch of CGI armies fight, it it's 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 like so much information, so much stimuli. Mm-hmm. And like so much, like to me, it's like playing a video. It's like watching a video game simulation. And it's like, well, I don't want to watch it. Like if I'm gonna fucking watch a video game, I'm gonna play the video game. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying, but it's just making me think about how, like, CGI or not, my, I guess my biggest issue is that like, you know, so much about why the good guys are fighting mm-hmm. what they're fighting for and i just feel like there was real lack of explanation behind <laughs> the bad guys and like i don't care what <laughs> genre the movie's in it gets boring to me when i'm just like okay but what's your motivation like well but they explain it what do they explain that he wants the downfall of man yeah that's not good enough for me. Right. Why? Why does he want Olivia Osol, I'm sorry that well, J.R.R. Tolkien really didn't write the right story for you. Well, maybe he did, but the movie doesn't show it. Like, I, all I know is that, like, well, you desiring the downfall of man, that's great. Congratulations. But I want to know why you want that. Yeah, and I and that's a good point. I think it's also and you just you never know. By I mean they might but I think the other thing is they're they're talking about it in hour like 3 or 4 and then they don't introduce it like that they don't come to this battle until hour seven and a half, you know? And that's the other thing is that in hour 2 or 3 they're talking about okay, he's going to go to Minas Tirith. He's going to attack and, you know, Minas Tirith is, like, the last stronghold of man. 
But it just still doesn't matter because I don't know why he's doing that. Right. But in like a one, I'm saying in like a one, conden- if you condensed the whole story down into one. Okay. You know? And then it was set up like this is the last line of defense. Like we need a whole, I don't know. Like I just, I guess to me it's like siege movies. Like there are movies that are just about like a siege. Like um, Enemy at the Gates, right? Is the siege of, of, of Stalingrad or whatever in World War Two. Sure. I don't um, think I saw that. Okay. It's Rachel Weiss and uh um you know, the other guy. Put it on the list. Yep. I will never forget Rachel Weiss. Her she takes off her pants and her butt is like a square. <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> gotta see it now. <laughs> yeah. Just for, for, for the one scene. But I mean, okay, the, So like a siege this. movie works, but I think sure. it's like in sure in uh, the that, you're also talking about something that is in reference to an actual historical event. Yes. Okay. So. But what did Hitler literally want? What did Hitler want? The downfall of man. No. Yep. And then creating out of the rubble a master race. No, 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 yep. no, 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 no. Yep. Oh my God. We are now reaching our longest podcast ever <laughs> territory. No, but think about this. Think about this. In Game of Thrones, like the reason or a big reason why everything's so compelling is that you like really get to know all sides of everything. You know? Like what's the guy who like flays people? Well, sure. And then think about Game of Thrones by the last season. It's they just rushed it and it was all big stuff and it was large battles. And yes, people had had things, but it was like the the motivation was also just like, well, now I'm mad. So I'm going to burn a whole city down. <laughs> so it, it, I, I think I think it. it, it it's I can't the, keep track of it all. All I'm it's saying the trap is it's of, not enough for me. Right. The third movie is not enough for me. Sure. And I and I think that I'm what I'm saying is. G- watching them all in one weekend. Yeah. And having seen them as basically a kid, you know, and now seeing them again as an adult, like I am for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I also think that the f- the first movie is vastly superior. I don't even think that Two Towers is 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 a close second. Although I would say that I think the Two Towers is, I think it does go one, two, three. Yeah, it absolutely um, does. I mean, okay, just think about this for one moment. Please. Game of Thrones, Cersei, she blows up that whole, what's that called? What was it called? The Keep. Uh-huh. She blows up the whole Keep. And part of you is like... The Red Keep. Yeah, I understand why you did that. You know, like I feel like, you know, you have just so much insight into all of their motivations and you're like, and and you can even almost start to like sympathize with the villains. You don't get any chance to do that in this movie. No. You're just like orcs, kill them all. And even, even, (laughs) yeah, even Denethor, (laughs) you kind of meet him and he's already off his rocker. Who the hell is Denethor? Okay, so it's really tough. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry, but they all have these weird names, and I I didn't watch each one nine times. But we just watched it. Okay, but there's a lot of details to hold on to. Who's Denethor? I'm going to give you two guesses, because you know who it is. Is it the daddy? Is it the steward? Yes. 
Oh, well, I just guessed it. So you're welcome. Right. Nobody else knows who the <laughs> hell Denethor is, you friggin' nerd. <laughs> but it's like even him, you meet him for the first time in mm-hmm. this movie, and he's already in madness. So you yeah. don't even get to see the journey of it. Also, like, what happened to Wormtail? Worm tongue. Tongue. <laughs> Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, worm tongue. It is an interesting thing that she did, though. Worm tongue, worm tail, and yeah. then he's the second in command, and you know. Hey, oh my yeah. God, she's such a thief. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and transphobic. What? Transphobic. Ugh. Okay, look, let's not get into that. I have no idea what that even means <laughs> no, i know what that means but i uh i don't want to discuss that right now because i just don't i, I don't want to discuss, discuss that, that Olivia. until i do research and figure out like until we do the uh what the harry potter review <laughs> reviews <laughs> i would i would absolutely <laughs> love to do that we would get four parts and be like fuck jk rowling well why would i be like that because she's fucking transphobic. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I would be. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to say Liv's something about Olivia's the quality of... Olivia's um, illustrious uh, improv stories. career was 10-second <laughs> ten ten second shows. <laughs> I call it the goldfish special. <laughs> because when you do some long form, I'm thinking 15, really push it to 20. <laughs> Anywho. So, yeah, uh, this has been great. This has been great. Okay, so. So, after stop yelling at our audience, please. After rewatching it. Yeah. Definitely, is it worth it to rewatch the whole trilogy? Yes. Is it, now, if you were to do it over, yes. and I don't actually think I need to do this until we have kids. Yeah. <laughs> is it worth it? Like, how would you... We did it in one weekend because we'd kind of talked about binging it because we have problems. If you were to watch it, mm-hmm. how would you, what would be the ideal viewing schedule? It would be a snow day where you're not allowed to leave the house. It's 20 below freezing and you have nothing to do all day except for watch Lord of the Rings and you watch all three back to back to back taking stretching breaks. Okay. And eating lots of um, vegan cookies. Sure. Is it, so that's actually how you would do it? That's how I would do it. What's the difference? You know, sure. we only live once. Yeah. And then you might as well, if you're going to like give up a whole day, you might as well just give it up to Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Okay. I would honestly, I would watch one a month or maybe one a week. That might work for you, but I have a goldfish <laughs> memory, <laughs> so I need... Who the <laughs> fuck is this guy, Gandalf? Huh? <laughs> I mean, come on. He had a whole month in between. Why like, is he in white? He died. What? A lot goes on in they a month. didn't explain that. <sighs> Where's the other white one? What's his name? Sauron? Saruman. Honestly, John is so lucky that I don't hold on to things. <laughs> You should thank your lucky stars. So, <laughs> yeah. So. So that's my suggestion. That's his suggestion. And yeah. honestly, but um, I would definitely live your dreams. They get all the scoops. They get all the scoops. You thank go, you, Peter you go Jackson. Peter Jackson and all and of the Rosie. Others. Yeah. And Liv Tyler. <laughs> and Rosie. <laughs> all right, guys. Bye. Bye.